people ask me about toxic relationships, obviously, when they hear about my uh, narcissistic experience with my ex. So I'm very, very familiar with toxic uh, relationships, and so this video is just going to be a quick summary on it and the difference between that and how it could be construed as just something else. And I'm going to be strictly talking about family because being in relationships when your family is kind of hard. If it's feeling toxic, when it just might be normal family banter and back and forth family, typical family dynamics. But there is a difference um, from being in a toxic relationship with a family member that you really should cut off versus just something you guys just have a misunderstanding and you can talk it out and heal and move forward. You really don't want to just burn bridges left and right. A lot of people tend to get into that habit these days. And they're, it's just like a, a trigger effect now. It's like, okay, you know, you're too good. You don't want toxic people around you, so cut them off, cut them off, cut them off. And you're cutting all these people off and you're, realize, you're not realizing that you're actually being too sensitive. You're not being realistic with your expectations because you're not perfect, right? So you need to really recognize what really is toxic and what is just human beings, being typical judgmental human beings. And this is strictly with family. Um, so I have had experience with toxic family members and family members that were just needed a reality check. For example, I've had family members come visit my home and judge my relationships harshly, act like they're shocked and disappointed in my relationship with with my husband or with my kids. And then those same people I know have done and said some horrible things in their own homes growing up or to other people that I love very loved very much and pretty shocking horrible things said and done. So who were they to come into my home and say or judge me as if they don't have a big-ass log in their own eye type thing, right? Now, usually you could talk it out and explain that. You know, sometimes you really have to be that straightforward and, and shut them up really by saying, who do you think you are? You've, who are you to tell me that? Um, so sometimes that'll work. If that doesn't work and they just keep thinking that they're better than you or judging or, oh, I'm just worried and looking out while ignoring their own sins or their own past transgressions, then that could become a little bit toxic in the sense that, okay, well, you just are going to feel like you're being judged, that these people think that they're, you know, they're looking down at you and ignoring their own past, their own, their own issues let them pursue you step back and let them pursue you and if they really do miss you then they'll reach out to you and then you know that there's something there otherwise just have, be respectful when you interact on holidays or whatnot and just realize that you can't really have this closeness that's not burning bridge but that is just respecting each other's differences and not being able to come to the table after you have tried to come to the table and then there is toxic family relationships where I've had family literally take an action against me, a very straightforward, aggressive action. And usually you can't really come back from something like that unless you're Jesus and you have the ability to really forgive. And then at the same time, a lot of those things have reoccurring damage that you still have to live with after that toxic uh thing happened 
a lot of people can heal and move on, especially if there's forgiveness around the table. People ask for forgiveness um, from those that they did wrong, and, and you can kind of restart afresh. So there are some possibilities there. But usually if they just refuse to see what they did or they continue to jab, they continue to kind of, you know, twist the knife. There's people that, that do that. That is damaging you, and you're not able to kind of heal and move on, then that's a toxic relationship. And with that, you kind of do need to avoid those people because it does damage to you when you see them, whether it be a reminder or a jab-jab or just you don't want to be around that. That is a bridge worth burning. And that's not because, you know, you're holding on to a grudge or you can't heal and move on, it's because they won't and you need to protect yourself. But if it's something, like I said, the very first thing and you're able to talk it out and just leave it at that, you can be respectful and interact and be simple without having to just cut them off and avoid them, right? You can be civil, especially with family, because the one thing that is so important, especially with family, is you're all guilty we're all failed human beings we've all done stupid shit no one's perfect not you not me not anyone and that is one thing a lot of family members forget because they're family they're so honest they're comfortable they're open to say what they want to say but at the same time they forget they're all flawed and none of them are perfect so that's i i realize once that's all understood and families have the ability to get to that point where they know that you can have some great relationships, but a lot of times you never get to that point. Or one person's pride is stronger than the other and there really is no healing or you're really not able to move past just formalities because of pride and, and arrogance or unforgiveness. But yes, there is a fine line with toxic people and then people just being human. If you feel like you can't talk to someone and be at least listened to or understood or respected with your differences, you know, agree to disagree. I'm noticing that is no longer a thing. People no longer agree to disagree anymore. It's either you agree with me or you're toxic and I'm cutting you off. That's horrible that life has become that way. You, we all have different walks of life, so therefore we all see truths differently. So it's not like you're right and I'm wrong or I'm, wrong, I'm right and you're wrong. There's really truths to every person's lifestyle and if you are a christian then you obviously believe in one truth one set of rules but even then and i say this because a lot of people are christians especially in my family even then you're no better than another even then there's so much we don't know there's so much that christians don't know the bible doesn't explain everything so there's so much left out there's so much more than the bible and Again, there's so much more we don't know. And so you can't think you're better. You can't walk this life thinking you're right about everything. Just because you see something a certain way and you're convinced you're right, that still doesn't make you right. And even if you are, you have no right to look down upon someone who sees it differently, unless that is causing a toxic, in-your-face, jab-jab, twist-of-the-knife relationship. You really should agree to disagree and be respectful and just don't bring up the topic again. And yeah, you're probably not going to have a very close relationship if that is the case. But at least you're not just burning bridges left and right. You're learning to get along 
and be around people that don't see things the way, you're, the way you do. And oftentimes, if you are wrong, and you realize that later on, you've just learned something new. You've just broadened your, your, your brain and totally tapped into a new thing because of someone else's life experience that rubbed off on you and educated you, or vice versa. So I wish the world would go back to learning to agree to disagree because it's dead. And it really does need to go back to that.